This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Um, I, I, I'll ask you this. Sure. It, should I feel conflicted that I spent a good portion of the 4th of July when we declared our independence from Great Britain yeah. watching a tennis tournament held in Great Britain? <laughs> Uh, you know, here's what. Uh, no, you shouldn't feel conflicted. Uh, also, since my son is an absolute soccer snob, um, mm-hmm. my wife got him a Union Jack rug for his room. <laughs> so uh, he has often uh, slipped into walking around the house speaking in a fake British accent. And so. You can't do that on July 4th. I, mean, I don't that's, know. I think you can. That's going back, and that's giving Duke the win in Coach K's last home game. Right? <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, it's a very good point, but uh, so I, I. But I don't think you should feel conflicted. Uh, were you watching American players? Uh, of course. Okay. Because you know, uh, Sophia Kennan and Coco Golf. That one was yesterday, right? Or was that Monday? Monday, I think. Monday. Of course. I don't remember. I haven't watched it, any. I actually have uh, Djokovic on in front of me right now. It's um. It it's. I am not uh, diehard on the tennis circuit. I'm not watching right. even Indian Wells. No, or some of I those. don't either. But th- this actually goes back to something that I realized during the pandemic when we had uh, college basketball games and even some college football games with limited fans, then the NCAA tournament in the bubble that, you know, throughout all this time, one of the things that keeps bringing me back to sports, as jaded as I could become as I continue down covering this stuff professionally it's the environments mm-hmm. when there is really high quality tennis, especially at a place like Wimbledon, you get the, Oh, 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 Oh. And just sort of the back and forth and the long rallies. And you can sense the tension and you understand exactly uh, the stakes of the moment. I, I love parachuting in on the tennis world for mm-hmm. major championships, uh, Wimbledon, especially. So I, ju- I just throw on the main feed and just let them take me to wherever the best action is. Have you ever been to the U.S. Open? No, it's during football season. I get screwed shameful. out. Of- it, it's sh- not shameful that you haven't been to a U.S. Open. Shameful that they put the U.S. Open during football season uh, I, especially college football, which is the last week of August, and that's when the tournament starts. Usually the Labor Day is the middle weekend, if you will, of the U.S. Open. It is one of the best sporting events I have ever been to. I, we used to go every year. Uh, I, I, the year that Jimmy Connors made his run at age 39 to the semifinals before getting curb stomped by Jim Courier, um, we got a chance. I, w- I was at the Open that year. We got a chance to see uh, Connors play one of his, I think it was his third round match against somebody named Paul Harhouse. Uh, the place was, it was a rock concert at, at a tennis match. Best atmosphere. Uh, it's a college football atmosphere, so you you will appreciate that. Let me Let me ask you a couple of college football-ish things. So, what do you think? Do you do you think there is any self? We'll just we'll use a football term. Is there any self scouting being done at the NCAA offices before they send out a memo to all of their member schools saying, when it comes to name, image, and likeness, you are a member. You are you are a uh, an at will member of this inst- of this of this body. 
ignore state law and abide by our rules. Do they actually think these things through? Because there is no chance that Alabama or Florida or Texas is going to say, well, we're really worried about the NCAA. We know we know we have this. What, what are they thinking? Show me the rap sheet because the NCAA so far has one mm-hmm. set of violations that it has brought. And it was against Miami basketball and the Cavender twins, yes. Miami women's basketball. And it was for an assistant coach connecting John Ruiz with the Cavender twins for a dinner. To- there is like, <laughs> There's, there's nothing else. They could have gone after Texas A&M and yes. the way that the Texas A&M collective is set up. They could have gone after numerous collectives and the way that they are set up. But I, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking that it, let's let's live in the world where the, we're going to use the NCAA's language. Where the NCAA is just the, this willing membership, this club, and we're all in it together. I think some um, members – are like, hey, you got to go stop them. The NCAA, knowing it's toothless, <laughs> says, okay, you know what we'll do? I'll write a sternly worded letter. And that's all you can do. <laughs> I really think that the NCAA issuing this memo is not the NCAA trying to threaten Texas A&M and some of the other programs that are have set up their um, have set up their collectives and the relationship with the university in ways that abide by state laws, but break NCAA bylaws. I, I wonder if this sternly worded memo was really just to appease other NCAA member schools that are trying to say, Hey, stop them. Don't let them go do that. Has the Charlie, was it Charlie Baker, right? Yeah. The president. Yeah. The former was a former governor of Massachusetts. Um, has the Charlie Baker era started off well? No. Well, listen, he <laughs> has not officially taken an offer, oh, but he's made like two trips to Capitol Hill to try to get federal NIL legislation. And there's just absolutely no movement on that. No. And it was suggested that the NCAA might try to go after state laws, which, uh, okay, I guess the Washington generals can go try to play the Globetrotters once again. Like, sure. <laughs> I understand that all those losses in court technically are on Mark Emmert's record, but you're still coaching the same program right now. Like you're still going to be walking the NCAA into a situation where judges at all different levels um, of of this country have all been ruling against you and the efforts that you're trying to make. And so, you know, if they want to try to, you know, sue the state of Mississippi because Mississippi state laws are in are not with the bylaws and, and this that or the other they're going to lose that court case as well yep. and so you know charlie baker when he was named president the suggestion was because we're getting somebody from politics he's going to be able to get some federal nil legislation and the fact that it hasn't happened to this point after all of this lobbying tells me that it's just not going to happen no. and that's because of something like I don't I don't want to end the conversation because I really enjoy conversations mm-hmm. with you, but in the back of everyone's mind is the stuff that Mac Brown talks about, which is like we're only a couple years from professionalization, and you know how it's set up. We all got to figure it out. Right. We don't know yet, but no one is going to put in federal law that's going. No one's going to put in the effort 
for federal law that is going to be totally meaningless and not even apply to anything in 24 months. There's no appetite on Capitol Hill for no. for something that deals with intercollegiate athletics. There's just zero appetite for it. And I wish that the people who run college sports would have realized that years ago. And look, I, the last thing I do on this program is pat myself on the back. But I've been saying this for a long time. In addition to this, the 32 states that have NIL laws in the books, why do we need them? We don't need them. We don't need any laws. The, college, mar the market will work. Let the market, college, just let the market work. College football coaches are more successful than Charlie Baker because they've been going to their state houses and they've been <laughs> lobbying yeah. and campaigning and they are getting wins that the NCAA can't get. College football coaches greater than the NCAA. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I don't know about former college football coaches, but I'm going to leave that. I'm just going to leave that over here. Former well, college listen, football coaches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> former college football coaches that got up from a recruiting dinner and walked away from the table to go take another job. Yeah, no, the, not, not certainly not those. Not good. Um, not senator from Alabama. So a couple of weeks ago, the uh, San Diego State alerted the Mountain West Conference that they were leaving. And now they're staying for at least one more year. What what is going on? Did 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 San Diego is this a Pac twelve thing or what? What is San Diego State doing here? Are they about to go independent? What's up? Oh, Pac twelve owes them some money. They really messed up. They they said Pac, Pac twelve hit them with an oops. They thought that they were going to have their uh, their media rights deal pulled together by now. Nope. And San Diego State needed to be able to have just a little bit more time, and they caught themselves in the legalese of their current contract with the Mountain West Conference. And with this at least one more year type situation, my expectation is that the um, San Diego State believes that it will be asked to be a member of the Pac-12 in the somewhat near future. But because the Pac-12 doesn't have all of its business tied up right now, they couldn't do it quite yet. And so, yeah, the difference between, uh, you know, the $6.6 million that San Diego State is not getting, like, I, I hope if I was just going to say, like, balance the scales of who owes who, I hope that, you know, all the real estate that they sold from the, the poor investments in San Francisco offices, I hope they can peel off a little, at least six, uh, to be able to throw San Diego State's way because the, the way that I read this is that the Pac-12 not having its act together just cost San Diego State $6.6 million. Oi, that's a, that's a big chunk to San Diego State. 
Yeah, to the Mountain West Conference. Hey, listen, yeah. love the Mountain West Conference. You understand as much as I do that nothing um, you know, brings me more joy than tucking myself in on a Saturday <laughs> night. The Instant Reaction Podcast, which go, you know, we record live on YouTube at 11:30 p.m. Eastern Time. You know, I get done with post show. It's about 1 a.m. Right, and then I just like snuggle in to watch Nevada and Colorado State, and you know, there's. There's debris flying around. It's not really poor, you know, well attended. Right. But it's it's football. It's TV. And yeah, yeah. And they care out there. And uh, it is it's really really rewarding uh, way to end a exhausting college football Saturday. But I I think that you know when their per school payouts are such that not being able to have that is going to be really significant to your revenue. The good news is. As long as you are confident that the Pac-12 payday is coming, you're set for a raise. And the reason that the Pac-12 payday is coming is that you have been uh, in a position where your football program has been incredibly consistent and your basketball program just made a run to the national championship game. Like things are generally on the up and up, but boy, this is a, this is a, this is a financial speed bump for the Aztecs uh, here in the summertime. Yeah, and I, I know Paul Feinbaum uh, on a podcast the other day. He was on with uh, John Oran on uh, the Marshan and Oran podcast. Uh, he basically declared the Pac-12 in on life support. And I'm not even arguing. We'll uh, we'll pick that up another time. Uh, real quick, because I want Chip Patterson's thoughts on this. We have like two minutes before we have to, uh, before I guess the, the meter runs out. Um, so Tiger Woods... Had his had words put in his mouth, and a uh, on a memo that the PGA Tour I think leaked about how they were going to approach, how they were going to counter the public investment fund. The PGA Tour was going to jump and basically take over the DP World Tour. They called that a merger. They sort of they sort of do run it now to be honest it is a feeder tour for the pga tour uh but woods came out and said i have no idea what you're talking about i wasn't at any player meeting uh at the time of the travelers champion championship which was last june i wasn't there i have no idea what you're talking about what do you make of that well i'm actually pretty well versed in this uh remind me to take july 3rd and 5th off next year adam (laughs) because uh, your boy found himself as the only rider with golf comp over the last like, couple of days. But here's what I've got. So antitrust lawsuit down in Palm Beach County in Florida, um, you know, 347 pages and a big filing. And within that are talking points prepared for a players meeting town hall style with Jay Monahan before the Travelers Championship in last season, 2022. Right. The importance of this is this is between the first live event, which had Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, that first wave but before we'd had uh, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, everyone else, the, the second wave really declared that they were going to be leaving. Um, this is when PGA Tour was at its most combative. You know, this is when the PGA Tour was, was really trying to, to muscle up mm-hmm. in terms of the public relation arm. And I just think that they showed their hides here because they tried to put together talking points for Tiger Woods for a meeting that he did not even attend and he was not even at. And in those talking points, they were asking Tiger Woods to tell the Saudis to go blank themselves. Yeah. What? Like <laughs> They were asking Tiger Woods, according to these talking points, to prop up his son Charlie as a mascot for the future of golf. Charlie Woods may be the future of golf, but, you know, that's another occasion. And it was just like all of these – 
like all of these like really fluffy, like just feed it into the machine. And as much as Tiger Woods can seem robotic, I just thought that that was a really poor look on the PGA tour. And granted, like a lot of the talking that the PGA tour did during those early months of the live experience really taking off has come back to bite them as now they are in bed together. And so, you know, these, the, the documents that were released here, and this is how I know that they know that they showed their hide because now they have filed a court order this morning to get those documents sealed. So, now they are trying wait. to wait, wait, cover that up, cover that they, up. Wait, they wait. went to court to put the toothpaste back in the tube. Yes. yes. I don't think that's going to work. Well, it probably <laughs> means that there's other documents. That's right? true. Probably. Yes. Oh, oh gosh. There's other, there's even more embarrassing documents for so, the PGA tour, especially ones that might even hamper their current financial, their current framework agreement. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to, that's in trouble yeah. anyway. That's in trouble anyway because investment with PIF and uh, the oh, DC world. There's so many, so many problems. I said this at the, at the initial uh, release of their agreement with the P- PIF was that I don't know how Jay Monahan keeps his job. And my guess is we will have a new PGA tour commissioner inside of eight months. Just a guess. Maybe, maybe, maybe sooner. I do not know how Jay Monahan goes on. As the can commissioner I, of the PGA Tour. Can I throw one more thing in there? Sure. Just because all of this has driven, and this is a, a Kyle Porter point, of course, like some of my best Kyle Porter, <laughs> some of my best golf takes come right. from my friend Kyle Porter. But all of this madness, because you're right, the deal might not go through, and things might get fragmented and yeah. weird, and we might be in for a murky couple of years in the golf world, but all of it has driven home how important the majors are. Like that, it's the only thing that, that matters. It's it's the only thing. Every professional golf is very, very fun to watch on television. Yeah. It is incredibly fun yep. to lay on the couch, watch beautiful scenery and incredible golfers. But if you really want to get fired up for golf at the highest level, the only thing that matters are the major championships. They have survived through all of this madness. Yep. They will continue to survive in the future. Yeah, there, there's about seven events a year that really matter: the four majors, the Ryder Cup, the Players Championship. And maybe there's two others. Honestly, I, I'm not even going to mention them. Uh, Chip Patterson, as always, my friend, I'll uh, talk to you next week. Sounds good. Y'all be well. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.